morning everyone this is in between cars your host here Sharif just got back from my little vacation getaway visiting my brother in Sacramento and uh, that's why I couldn't release an episode Monday or Tuesday so I'm gonna start with today and hopefully maybe tomorrow or Friday how's everyone doing today I'm doing great I'm just a little tired <laughs> Trying to get into the, trying to get back into my routine, and uh, yeah, let's get started. All right. So y'all know I'm, I'm a uh, occupational therapist, and I work at a Methodist hospital. But prior to working at the hospital, I used to work at a locked psych facility, mostly ranging from uh, par- paranoid schizophrenics to bipolar, and severely aggressive patients so the the one that stood out the most was a paranoid schizophrenic I used to work with on my third day working there this was like last year in May 2018 just fresh freshly, a freshly new grad and uh, when I was in school I did clinicals but I didn't really like work with cognitive patients. I mostly did, I mean, my setting was mostly in a skilled nursing facility and uh, had therapy clinic. <clears throat> but cognitive was, uh, I mean, the cognitive setting was my first uh, job because at the time I was just fresh out of uh, college and a job's a job, I gotta, I gotta take whatever I was given. So I worked with this guy can't say the name because hip is gonna go after my ass so can't say his name <laughs> so I worked as paranoid schizophrenic and in the beginning it seemed really normal like I went to his room I knocked by his door and was like hey good morning sir uh, this is my name is Sharif I'm your occupational therapist let's uh, get the day started let's do some ADLs Let's do some exercises and stuff like that. And then he woke up. I mean, at the time, like when I came into this room, he was like laying down while he was sleeping. But then he, after I said my uh, good morning, he woke up. He woke up, uh, sat at the edge of the bed, put his glasses on, and he put his right leg over his left knee, like he was crisscrossing his legs, and then. He faced towards me. He faced towards me and he crossed his arms as well. And he told me, I'm not going to exercise today or I'm not going to do therapy today. And I'm like, oh, what's the problem, sir? Uh, did I say something that I've, might have, you know, made you say that or you're just not into it? It's like, I just don't like therapy. I just don't want to exercise. I don't see the point to it. You know, that's that's pretty normal nowadays in the therapy world where patients refuse service because they just want to be on their own. You know, they're either depressed or they're not in the mood or they're just, they're just not feeling it today. Anyhow, so uh, yeah, he said, uh, I don't want to do therapy today, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. How about we just talk for, we just talk for a few minutes and see if you change your mind. He's like, okay, fine, come on. 
uh, grab a chair, sit down. So I grabbed a chair, sit down, the nearest bed. And uh, she, she just started off with, by saying, look son, I'm gonna tell you a little story. Um, I'm not entirely here, meaning I'm really kept here because the military kept me here because I know so much secrets and that's why I'm here. So just try your best not to tell anyone. And in the back of my head, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because like, I'm not, this is like my first time encountering a uh, paranoid schizophrenic. So I haven't had no idea what to expect, right? So he says, he continues and says, uh, yeah, so my, the military has kept me here. Uh, just keep it hush hush this is confidential stuff I'm telling you and he was like if you tell anyone else if you, if you tell anyone else I'm gonna you know I'm gonna turn you into the military and I was like oh don't worry sir. Don't, worry, don't worry about it sir this this conversation is between us he's like okay okay I trust you but like at the time I'm like um, yeah whatever he's saying is not really like I appreciate it's not true so I'm just gonna tell the story because it's it's insane anyhow so he says uh, yeah so the reason why I'm here is because I saw one of their military experiments and I was blurting out or I was spreading out rumors about what the military is doing and that's why I'm here so it's like like uh, what were you keeping from the military or what were you keeping from the rest of the world he's like he came so when he told me that he came a little bit closer to me so he started scooting his his butt more towards the end of the bed towards me I think he was trying to lean over and whisper it to me because he believes that this, the whole skilled nursing block psych facility was bugged with microphones from the military so anyhow he came close to me and um he leaned over and he started whispering. He's like, I saw what I saw. I saw my wife being pulled apart limb for limb and her head from her body by these advanced technical, technological uh, equipments. And the military was doing this. And I saw this. And I was going to tell the rest of the world what, were the, what was going on, but I just, I just saw my wife being pulled apart, limb from limb, head from her body, and I was, I was screaming at her, like I was screaming her name. She wasn't uh, responding, and the military didn't care that that was my wife. They kept going with the experiment, and. As her limbs were pulling away, she was screaming in pain, screaming in pain. She was calling out my name, but I was calling out her name and she wasn't responding to me. And I was yelling and crying and screaming and nothing nothing was being done to stop it. And, and the military just kind of uh, grabbed me and took me away. And that's why I'm here and it's, it's driving me nuts. Like I want to go see my wife. I want to go see my wife. And 
he's telling me this and I'm like like and on the outside physically I'm like nodding my head like oh man that's 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 really that's really shitty like I'm so sorry for that and then in the back of my head I'm like what the F is going on bro like this is like my third day here and this dude is like telling me that he's here because the military kept kept him here and his wife was brutally dismembered and uh, this guy has gone through like so much physical and mental trauma and I'm like dude what the heck like I'm just a therapist I'm here to like practice your ADLs and and uh, uh, you know and go exercise and stuff like that I'm like bruh this is crazy this is crazy and oh man that that's whatever he said still is with me like after about a year and when it's September right and that was in May so a year and four months it's been a year and four months and it's still with me and I'm gonna keep that that story to the grave because that's just crazy crazy um, but when you're a therapist and you work in the in a cognitive setting you see a little you see a lot of a lot of crazy crazy stuff a lot of crazy stuff a lot of crazy you hear a lot of crazy stories from patients and uh, but you as a therapist you're gonna have to like you hear it and it has to go like the back of your of your head because your main focus here is what to redirect them to the task redirect them to ADLs so ADLs is activities of daily living so that means you gotta help these patients relearn how to uh, dress themselves or use the restroom, help with the shower and stuff like that. You know, stuff that they normally do prior to their diagnosis and then just helping them like relearn it. Like when, when they were diagnosed or um, trying to get better. So yeah, the, the lock, the lock psych facility I was working at was pretty intense and uh, it made me realize how interesting uh, different or certain uh, cognitive diagnoses are and I want to learn more from it but I'm just not I'm just not in the mood to <laughs> be like a full-time therapist at a cognitive setting just because I don't have the I'm not for me, I feel I feel like I'm not mentally strong enough for that. Like, I, I can't like push that aside. Whatever the patients are saying, you know, push that aside and focus on getting them better or maintaining their uh, their uh, lifestyle. But um, yeah, so at the time when I was I was interested, I thought to myself, hey, maybe I should uh, you know go further my career in uh, OT and uh, work in uh, uh, John Hopkins uh, John Hopkins Hospital not University, sorry John Hopkins Hospital uh, the cognitive se setting for therapy and over there it's a really it's a really nice hospital but I feel like you get even more and more intense patients over there yeah um, it's pretty crazy stuff what I what I've gone through and what I will, I will, wait, 
what I've gone through and will be going <laughs> throughout my uh, therapy career. And uh, I just can't wait for it. You know, the experiences and how they uh, mold me as a person and how they mold me as a therapist. And uh, yeah, um, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. This is Sharif from In Between Cars. Y'all have a good morning and a good day. Later.